Welcome back, everyone, to continued coverage of the Spring Live Drive here on Real Presence Radio. Father Leffer and I are dancing in our chairs, uh, enjoying this bumper music, bringing us back in as uh, we're coming to you from the uh, studios here in Grand Forks. Thank goodness it's radio, and they couldn't see the image of dancing in the chairs. Exactly. We're going to leave that to your imagination completely. So um, in in the time uh, since we've been on, especially in the past hour here, we had another wonderful uh, apostle contribution that we want to give credit to. And uh, that's from Nancy in Jamestown. So she she made her dedication. Um, uh, joining with people from the parishes of Pizek, Lincoln, and Beckany. We're very grateful for that as well. Um, and we also want to mention, um, well, there's, there's a... One coming in in honor and thanksgiving for the alumni of Cardinal Mench Seminary in Fargo. And I think we deciphered this. We know who this, this is the, I believe this is who it is. It's the greatest teacher, true teacher I've ever had in my life. And I've had a lot of education. It's Dr. Carol Andrini, I believe who it is. And I just, I want to give a shout out because... Um, Petite but mighty you, in classical languages. You'll never have a higher quality educator than Dr. Andrini. And even the students at the University of Mary who still are able to take classes advantage, just... Uh, my gosh, I just, I cannot say my enough about, about her as educator. Mm-hmm. She is the, the... I would hold her up as the, the, the model of how all educators should be. It's just a profound effect in my life. Right, right. And we're going to be visiting with Monsignor Brian Donahue in just a moment, who was a one-time rector there at Cardinal Mench Seminary, and uh, during his time uh, remembers her very well. We also have a donation that came in from Nancy in Dickinson, a very generous donation. She indicates that she listens on uh, 101.9 FM on her radio dial, and she's been appreciating Sunday Masses that have been available through YouTube and live streaming. That's been one of the interesting phenomena of the last month or two that people whom I'm sure you have known from other parts in the country, it's happened with me too, have contacted me and said, you know, we were able to see your mass and to pray with you and they're living in a whole other part of the country. So if there's a civil, silver lining to the cloud, maybe. You know, the ir- irony of it all <laughs> is that we're being, we were we have these boundaries of barriers. We're quarantined, right? But in a way, it's opened everything up to there's no boundaries or barriers where you can go beyond right. things that yeah. you haven't yeah, yeah, the church is in a sense deployed in a way that it maybe hadn't been specifically and, and thank goodness and i'll use the word thank goodness for the humility of the priests who are willing to embarrass themselves by live streaming and all these things because really i mean i had to be forced into it i was not willing to go on <laughs> camera there and then but you know once you go into and you see oh, okay i can do this and you let the yeah. structure thing work for it and then right. you get the tremendous feedback from the people saying father you have no right. idea how you we, we didn't even just... have hair or makeup or anything you know <laughs> prior to <laughs> this and we still we still went ahead and did it can you imagine that yeah. so so we have joining us a brother priest from the diocese of fargo monsignor brian donahue welcome to real presence Hi. radio well thank you i'm glad to be here i'm uh you know, I'm in the midst. I'm in Holy Family Parish right now in Grand Forks, and uh, mm-hmm. soon to be transitioning. But I do have. It's talking about uh, uh, broadcast. We have. Uh, I used Holy Family Catholic Church face or Holy Family Catholic Church. Uh, GF, what is it right, called? Facebook. Grand Forks. Yeah. GF Holy Family GF, and and we I used is that Facebook? It is. So I do Facebook Live. Every night at 7 p.m. Central Time with night prayer. And then uh, we have uh, morning mass at 9 a.m. Uh, every weekday. And 9 a.m. on Sunday is also broadcast on our Holy Family Facebook site. 
So, Monsignor, so, what, no, actually, as a young man, you were involved in television and so forth. So what? I was. So yeah. how how is this different now? Or I mean, what's your experience now as, as a priest and all this compared to what it used to be? Or what have you experienced through through these challenging times? Well, of course, right off the bat, I've grown in wisdom and aging grace. <laughs> 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 we'll, but, we'll, let, we'll let others testify to that, but yeah, go on. <laughs> I love I love uh, photography. That was a passion since the fourth grade. I I had a I started developing film. I think in the fourth grade and studying film. And of course, I went on to work in television and and uh, uh, most of it was with movie film, sixteen millimeter movie film. And then toward the end, we started into video. And before I went in the seminary and. I still have photography is my passion. I don't do it a lot, but uh, mm-hmm. so when this coronavirus came about, and I, what am I going to do? And I started getting into this stuff. I really enjoy it, but I, I, it hasn't caused me to go out and any get any new toys yet. But I'm sure it will at some point. <laughs> so <laughs> I just want to share a really brief story of something uh, for 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 the two of you. You mentioned photography and film development and stuff. In one of my parishes, I would say this was about 12 years ago or so. A lot of people were getting um, digital cameras, but not everybody. And it was the very early times in the smartphone. Well, we had a baccalaureate mass in the parish, and so the parents were taking pictures, and a dad was taking pictures of us assembled after the mass he still had a 35 millimeter camera and he took the last exposure and when that happened if you remember there was a little motor that would rewind the roll of film and so we're standing Uh there and then all of a sudden we heard we're thinking what in the world is that we just burst out laughing because at that point it had been a while since we had heard any such thing like that so anything like that yeah yeah and so there have been all sorts of um all all sorts of iterations uh, since that time so uh yeah it's an interesting background that you uh, that it you is. bring to us here, um, yeah. and we're going to dive back how into many, that. I'm, I'm sorry, we're going to bring Holy Family. Is Holy we, Family donated yet today? Come on, out there. Well, you know, there there may very well have been some. There were been some okay. Grand Forks well, people I that we did not identify. Half so. hour. Yes, so uh, I'm glad, on, Holy Monsignor. Family. I want to hear from you on. Real Presence Radio. I'm Pardon? glad that you've issued that challenge. We have received a, a gift on, on the messenger level from Julie uh, calling in from Fairfield, and she's uh, praying for everyone at Real Presence Radio and everything oh, that you, they Julie. do. Yes, indeed. Um, there are some additional challenge grants, uh, challenge matching gifts that uh, I want to mention right away here uh, from Dolores from Grand Forks uh, for the Poor Souls in Purgatory, Extreme Auto from Jamestown, uh, Tiffany wow. from Fargo in honor of her wonderful father, Ed Schmitz. Uh, Father Luton from Blessed Sacrament in West Fargo, who had recently been in our neck of the woods up in uh, Park River mm-hmm. in Vesleyville. Uh, he's challenging other priests, especially from our diocese, to call in and donate to RPR and challenging all of his past and current parishioners to call in and donate. We have a gift offered from Ralph and Anne from Glendon in loving memory of Anne's parents. Bernard and Bridget Lisberg and her aunt Gertrude uh, Bertrand Johnson. Um, Mark and Christy are donating from Warren in the Diocese of uh, Crookston in Minnesota in loving memory of Margie Peterson and Paul St. Germain and Margie and Edmund Peterson. Deacon Les and Anne, I think you know those folks, Monsignor from Grand Forks. They're offering a gift in loving memory of Deacon Les's parents, Hans and Thelma. 
Um, and there's another great friend in the Grand Forks area, uh, Carol Widman from Widman Candy Company in Fargo. <laughs> yes, chippers. Mm. Uh, in loving memory of her parents, Betty and George Widman from Grand Forks, and uh, Jack and Kathy from Grand Forks are offering a gift in loving Mary, memory of Mary Beth Sexton. Thanks to all of those folks who have come wow. forward in this half hour to provide challenge <laughs> gifts. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two is the number to call. So, uh, Monsignor, what uh, we know you from the days of Cardinal Minch as well. So, yeah, um, and and Doctor Andrini, she called in and, and gave a donation. What 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 are some of your fond memories from Cardinal Minch Seminary back in the day? Well, Jeepers, I first went to Cardinal Minch Seminary in the fall of nineteen seventy six when I started there, and. <clears throat> I'm sure many people know Monsignor Dennis Gunzing. Uh, he Monsignor started a year before me in the seminary, and so I always say that uh, I'm a year older than him by nature, and he's a year older by grace. Right. And <clears throat> but I still remember that first day. It was the I don't know what day of the week it was, but they were having lunch in the lunchroom. So they got me down to the lunchroom, and everybody was there already. And I sat at the table, and you know how seminary, how many, about eight guys at a table. Mm-hmm. And so there's an open spot. I sat at this table, and this seminarian across from me started handing me food. Would you like some of this? Would you like some of this? And I had just come out of working in, in television a business world, and, and it was, was very competitive. And I couldn't figure out, I thought, what does this guy want from me that he's being so nice to me? Nobody is this <laughs> And I thought, what is his problem? Well, that that turned out to be Monsignor Dennis Gunzi, who became best friends with. Who truly, <laughs> who truly is today. that nice. He truly is that nice. He is. <laughs> He's still the same today. Right. And we want At to invite to his parishioners uh, from St. Catharines in Valley City and the yeah. Diocese of Fargo to uh, join in in our live drive, 877-795-0122. Uh, one of my vivid memories, uh, well, there are a lot of different things. When you think about the property, uh, the beautiful chapel with the stained glass windows, I also remember the large rec room with the orange walls and the face cards painted <laughs> yes, on the wall yeah. and, oh, and yeah, the, uh, the, yeah. the arcade games and the pinball machine and things like that uh, it was uh it, it, it was quite the um quite the location quite the destination for those of us who uh from the uh, knights of columbus council and napoleon were brought there occasionally for live-in weekends um when it was a freestanding high school as well as a college mm-hmm. back in the late 1980s so those are those are very great memories yeah. too monsignor donahue did did monsignor sconzing ever share the story with you he came out to visit me one one time and he was there right around christmas time to the farm in leffer and he was trying to make it mm-hmm. back for midnight mass in Bismarck, and he ended up getting stuck in the, in the ditch. So <laughs> it's it's a famous Monsignor Sconzing story, anyway. So <laughs> that's the one where they had they had one where uh, he was in the ditch, and and then there was water in there, and his car froze. <laughs> and they had a they had a it was in the newspaper, and it said. Many are called, few are frozen. <laughs> as, as, as the saying goes, it couldn't have happened to a nicer man, literally. 
Yes. I wonder yes. if he's listening to it. I hope so. I hope he is. Well, I was going to say there that that level of humility is being very uh, clearly put on display by the stories that we're telling about him. Well, I hope his parish is coming to the rescue and making donations here now. To, to Absolutely. And you've got about 15 minutes left of good folks in Valley City here in this half hour. We're about halfway through. Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer joining you from our Grand Forks studios. The number to call is 877-795-0122. We have a contribution from a parishioner of Holy Family by the name of Agnes, and uh, this requires a little bit of fanfare as well, so whenever you're ready, Gregory, let's hear that. And it's an appreciation for all of the live streaming being done by our local priests, for the poor souls in purgatory, and in thanksgiving to God the Father for all his blessings. So thank you very much. Um, oh, thank you, Agnes. We, we sure appreciate that gift that's been given as well. Now, um, you had mentioned that you are currently at uh, Holy Family Parish in Monse- uh, Monsignor in Grand Forks. You received, as did uh, numerous other priests in our diocese, some news about your future. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I did. The bishop and I were praying. I initially had put in to stay at Holy Family. My term was up this year. And the bishop didn't, he agreed, he didn't have plans to move me. But with all the different moves in the diocese, and he and I were praying about it, and the bishop called, he said, you know, when I pray about it, I'm leaning more towards moving you. And I said, that's Providence. That's, mm-hmm. uh, I could really see Providence written all over it. And so, uh, fortunately, it'd be a sad day. I'll be leaving Holy Family on June 23rd and coming to St. Philip's and Hankinson. Actually, I'm at St. Philip's right now in their office. Uh, well, came down to look so at then you, you realized that uh, you you were taken from uh, from paradise and you've been dropped into glory. Yes, <laughs> I, you know I've been given two gifts since I come back to North Dakota from the army. Holy family, I tell you, holy family, I just love it there. It just mm-hmm. uh, what a, what a parish, what a group of people, and yeah, uh, I can't say enough about them. They're just—they're uh, right. going to have a great pastor coming in there, Father Jim Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really happy for them, and, and Father Petro coming from Holy Spirit. Right. And things I hear about him—that the, the school kids at Holy Spirit are so sad because they don't oh, can't get back mm-hmm. to school to meet Father Petro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's so been—I'm really it, happy for Holy Family. It's been a pleasure for me to be able to work with you as a, a, a participating parish in the elementary school, Holy Family St. Mary's. Oh, yeah. They're in, in, here great. in Grand Forks as well. So, yeah. yes, we're, we're keeping... Has been wonderful at the school. Well, I appreciate that. Now, one of and the everywhere things... everywhere else, of course. <laughs> Mutual self-admiration. Yes. Keep it going. Yeah. There you go. Don't, don't, don't stop. Don't stop. Keep it going. Now, with uh, Hankinson, that particular community in Richland County, it seems like they had a string almost a century worth of Monsignors as pastors, so it's only fitting, perhaps, yes. that you're taking it it, uh, that place. Well, <laughs> and does I, that, I, we does it, would that mean that Father Scott we... Sotner needs to become a Monsignor post-haste? Is that the... Probably. Probably, yeah. <laughs> And, There's and a little bit more arm twisting that has to happen to make that happen these <laughs> days, right? <laughs> there was a pastor that lived here up until 1941. He's the longest pastor at, at St. Philip's. He was here 39 years. Mm-hmm. So I told Father Sautner, I said, well, then I guess I have to stay until I'm 104, because then I'll be <laughs> 40 years rather than I'll beat that record. <laughs> so. But, you know, in all honesty, you know, that... 
that Hankinson community is so awesome. You have the sisters there, you have the hospital, yeah. you have the and and even at one point there was four it's, former pastors that were that all retired there and they were living there and it yeah. was right. it was such a beautiful place to go. I mean, Senior Anderson was there and Hipsch and it and Kaler and I mean, it was it was just an incredible place to go. Um, as a as a seminarian to be inspired by these these holy men and oh, they were the sisters loved them the people loved them the priests were great I mean it, it really was like this little little spot of paradise on earth you know mm-hmm. well, I call it I think of it as the spiritual hub in the diocese you have the Carmelite nuns the Hankinson sisters and so on just a, a, a prayer powerhouse area yes uh, indeed really right. beautiful. Yep, and the mother house of the Franciscan sisters of Dillingen there mm-hmm. in uh no so uh we're we've got about ten minutes left here in this hour of programming. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two is two two is the number. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Easy we, for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> I wish <laughs> I it know were. That, I know that maybe some people want to give in memory of some of these pastors. Father Kaler Absolutely. was at uh, Valley St. Michael's. And, he was and I St. believe Michael's he was Grand also Forks. at Mayville, and then he was at St. Michael's Grand Forks, and he came down to Hankinson. And Father Hipsch was at uh, Steel Tappan uh, mm-hmm. and and uh, St. Anthony's in Fargo, and Father and Hankinson, St. Phil's. Father Hipsch was the one that got me into the seminary. Oh. Uh, and so I appreciate that. And I lived with Father Kaler and Father mm-hmm. Anderson, Monsignor Anderson, was at Holy Spirit or St. Anthony's in Fargo, where what, I grew up. What, what's your What's your favorite memory of Monsignor Anderson? I he don't was, have he a lot. Was a Norwegian I'm young. convert, you know. I was. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he, I, he remember, Dave what I remember. Yeah, Dave was, I was a convert a as well. Boy. So. Yeah. Huh. I said he and Dave Severson, Father Dave Severson, they were the only two. They're both Norwegians okay. and they're both converts, and so they had this special kind of relationship. <laughs> oh yeah, that I remember Father Anderson. What I remember, I was pretty young then, is that he was at St. Anthony's and he had such red hair then. <laughs> <laughs> and then I worked for Father Hips painting classrooms. And, oh, okay. uh, and then he's the one that told me I should be a priest. I can still picture Father Hipsch uh, driving up in his uh, two-tone blue Mercury Grand Marquis as he's joining us. And, and getting out with his axe to chop wood. <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple yep. of additional um, uh, con- contributors here, both from the Grand Forks area. The Holy Family Parish Altar Society has made a gift in, wow. in honor Thank of you. the priests uh, of the parish. And John and Betty... Uh, from Grand Forks, have made a gift in yeah. memory of deceased family members. And so you can join them Thank in the few know. minutes that we have left here in this uh, hour of programming, 877-795-0122. Monsignor, could you give, could you give a shout-out just to our military personnel and, and just the Catholic faith, why that's so important for military personnel as well? Could, what could you say in regard to that? Oh, I just love them. Thank you for asking. I, I still have such affinity for the military. As people know, I was with the military through the National Guard in active duty for about 27 years. And uh, the Catholic communities on military bases and posts and so on and so forth are so tight-knit because they, they, they're moving all the time. Some, a lot of them move 25, 30 times in their whole time in the military. And so for the Catholic parties, they, have, they really unite when they get to a, a place because they'll meet people that they maybe met two tours ago. And it's a really tight-knit group. They do wonderful work in the Military Council of Catholic Women Worldwide. I'm still on their Facebook page and stuff in West Point. So mm-hmm. I just, and they serve. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable to me 
the the dedicated service, the men and women of the service. Just it's it's, yeah. it's to this day, it's it's just I can't say enough about it. You know, as Monsignor has alluded here, he uh, had a previous assignment some years ago as a chaplain at the West Point Military Academy in upstate New York. And so as dean of our deanery here, you know, he is quite the taskmaster, you know, because of that and his background. So I tell you what, you, we really have, had to walk a, a thin line there. Do you, you have know? the stripes to prove it? Is it? <laughs> I've been tempered. God, God tempered me over the years at Holy Family. You know, it's interesting. I didn't know when I came to when I came to this time. I, I've had five surgeries since I've been at Holy Family, yeah. uh, four major and one minor, and I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm like a million dollar man right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, that that lever three thousand soap or whatever your th- for for all <laughs> yeah. of your three thousand parts, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, very good. All righty. So, um, in terms of your own um, experience as a as a parish priest and uh, in your spirituality, Monsignor, what specific things are you grateful for when it comes to uh, Catholic radio and uh, the Apostolate of Real Presence Radio in our area? Well, the, the thing is that, you know, like in the, the Old Testament times, you know, we praise God with all of our senses. And we, we uh, and so God reaches us through all of our senses. And the communication of Real Presence Radio, I mean, it's so fabulous. When you think how many people that's reaching, people who uh, are out with others, people alone, people who live alone, people, I mean, just that social communications. Where is that reading? uh the other day, something about when when uh, when we pray, we speak to God, and when we read the scriptures, God speaks to us. Yeah, and I think Real Presence Radio is sort of like that. It's like the leading us into prayer, but also like the scriptures. Uh, you know, you never know on something like that what's going to be said on the Re- Real Presence Radio that either a changes a person's life, or b just inspires them at the right moment when maybe they're feeling a little blue. So. Uh, you, you, you can't measure, really, there's not a way to measure the ministry of things like Real Presence Radio. Yeah, and when you think about the schedule of what uh, they offer, in addition to the live local programming from various parts mm-hmm. of the listening area, the uh, nationally generated, you know, uh, syndicated shows, both during the week and on the weekend, and then also the uh, devotional opportunities, uh, being able mm-hmm. to pray with the Mass, with the Rosary, with the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, there, there's quite a, quite a variety there that they offer, don't they? Yeah, and, yeah. you know, people... It's just another way of staying connected with our faith. Mm-hmm. And the, the way that the Holy Spirit works uh, is that, uh, by the way, the Holy Spirit doesn't works with, uh, I'm just promoting this. If we have a devotion to the Holy Spirit, we, we have to also have a devotion to Mary because they're spouse of each other. Mm-hmm. So, but we we don't know the way the Holy Spirit is constantly working in the providence of God. And uh, so... Anything that on that radio, Real Presence Radio, like I say, you never know. It's something uh, to listen to the radio. It's something there that God might be just planning for you to, when you're listening to the radio. So to listen closely to that and, um, mm-hmm. and pray the rosary. Yeah. Well, Monsignor Donahue, we thank you for the time that uh, you've spent with us here today, and uh, blessings to you as you uh, go forward and prepare for this next assignment. Well, thank you so much, fathers. I really appreciate 
appreciate joining you and the people of God who have been joining us throughout this half hour here. It's a real blessing to can, can be we, with can all we of you. Can we have your blessing, Father, before you go? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Our help is in the name of the Lord who, who made, made heaven, heaven and, earth. and earth. Father, we ask you to send down your blessing upon the people of God and all those listening to Real Presence Radio and those working through Presence Radio, and especially in a special way to our brother priest, Father Gross and Father Leffer. Give them the gifts and grace of the Holy Spirit and through the Blessed Mary, through the prayers of the Blessed Mother of God, that all of us may one day join each other in the kingdom of heaven, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Wonderful. God bless you all. God bless you, Monsignor. Thank you for your time today. And uh, we have a couple of minutes left in this hour of programming. 877-795-0122 is the number to call. It is not too late to uh, get that contribution in during this half hour. We've got some additional ones we want to tell you about. One coming from the Duluth area, the town of Cloquet, an anonymous uh, contribution from you. So we thank you very much for that. A couple from here in Grand Forks. Uh, Barbara called in with a contribution. And we have another anonymous contribution in honor of St. Michael's Church here in Grand Forks. That's uh, the mother parish in the city of Grand Forks. And uh, St. Mary's was the second one. Holy Family was the third. We should also mention Sacred Heart uh, in East Grand Forks, which celebrated their, if, if I can pronounce this correctly, the Quasquicentennial, 125 years uh, this past year. So Easy congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> um, an anonymous contribution also from Inkster. Way to represent Inkster. We've been hearing from that wonderful town there's, several there's, times. There's a lot of, a lot of really good holy people in that area. Deacon Ron and Edna calling in from Dickinson. Um, one of our wonderful uh, permanent deacons there in the Diocese of Bismarck. So, again, thank you to all those who have been contributing over the last two hours. We want to thank our guests who have been with us on the phone and in person. Um, and uh, thanks to all of you for continuing to listen and to support, as you can, Real Presence Radio. And those who have already made their contributions during the course of the live drive, we've got another wonderful hour of programming coming up right down the, uh, right down the pike. Any final uh, reflections here, Father no, Leffer? I'm just always amazed how fast this goes. You know, we, we, you and I get to do the easy, fun job. We're the gift for gab, which we both have, and we feed off of each other. And it's wonderful. It's, it's just such a, a delight and a pleasure. And, and, and honestly, I, I guess when I was younger, more mature, especially as a priest, I was afraid to ask people to be generous. But I, I realize it's, it's one of the most important things we can do mm-hmm. as priests is create opportunities for people to express their generosity yep. and to invest in something right. as noble and worthy as Catholic Radio. Yeah, Bishop Robert Barron often speaks of the law of the gift. When we give, then we open ourselves up to receive things that we may not be aware of or be thinking of. So thanks again to everyone who has contributed and uh, supporting uh, the Apostolate of Real Presence Radio. Until next time, Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross, wishing you God's blessings for you and your family.